We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Because Brian has always has a Wednesday, crazy Wednesday, right? And when you come in, you got your ADHD off-the-handle stuff going on. on oh, Wednesday. it's there. So I, yeah. was, I was thinking it was that. Uh, all right, so the NFL... Um, Roger Goodell, Troy Vincent, a bunch of owners and a bunch of players to the Mm -hmm. list is out there. I'm not going to sit here and read everybody that was at this meeting. Uh, But they, the players that are active players went on their off day Tuesday to the NFL offices to talk about the national anthem, the protests during the national anthem. And the players said their side, the owners said their side. Uh, the NFL came out of it saying that we're not going to change anything at this point. Players are not going to be penalized for not standing during the national anthem. We're going to continue to work to be able to understand each other and a bunch of language that came out of it. And you heard that there were a lot of owners that were saying constructive meetings and they both of the NFLPA and the NFL sent out a statement. Malcolm Jenkins spoke. But then there was this. There was one thing out there that... I felt like it was important to to play. So Willie Colon is a guy that we've had on this mm-hmm. show before. He played mm-hmm. with the Steelers and the Jets. He's a New York guy. He still has ties to current NFL players for sure. So and and the guy that I think I think I know where he got this from, but it's just a guess, so I'm not going to say it on the air. Um, if you just go through his former teammates and you can figure out who I think and the people that were on that list and you can figure out who it probably was. So he's on Sportsnet New York on a talk show yesterday, and this is what he got from his sources with Inside the Meeting. I talked to multiple sources uh, that was in the meeting. They flat out said nothing got done. It was pretty much a waste of a Tuesday, a, a day where the players actually, this is their off day, and they felt like nothing uh, was was accomplished. At the end of the day, the owners just want this to go away, but they don't know how to, to for this to go away. They don't know how to put out this fire. So the players are sitting back, and it's, right now it's a standstill. Even when they brought up the talk of, a topic of Colin Kaepernick, I was told they went straight to a, a bathroom break, and it was no, wasn't even talked about. Even to the point where I even heard that Roger Goodell, who was in the meeting, was he actually reading the paper because at the end of the day which I've been trying to tell the world the owners run the NFL not Roger Goodell so I did, uh, from what I expect to be done nothing and it's, it's just a shame at this point point. and when asked to clarify he said that Roger Goodell was on his computer reading the Boston Globe while players were talking is what Willie Colon said so that's the lone voice in that camp everybody else came out saying other things but wow this makes me think though that both the players and the owners and the NFL like, no one's going to come out in a public statement. Anybody was in that meeting and say something to make it worse. Like, I just don't think, even if they were upset with that meeting, 
They're not going to come out with a statement. Like, Malcolm Jenkins isn't going to come out with a statement. Even if he's disappointed, going, these idiots have no idea where we're coming from. Or vice versa, like, Stephen Ross is going to come out and be like, you know what, these players are as dumb as we thought. <laughs> like, it's not going to happen that way. So this is why I give what Willie Colon is saying credence. Right. Because Willie Colon's getting a real story from somebody that he trusts. And then he's not just going to – he's a smart guy, Willie Colon. He's not going to willy-nilly toss that stuff out there – on the mm-hmm. air, if he doesn't believe who it came from. Well, uh, would you go as far as to say he embellished somewhat? To say the man sitting there reading a Boston newspaper on his computer while he's uh, amassed all these owners and players there at his New York uh, headquarters? He might have been, but you, I, I now, don't... Th- th- it's a very specific detail. Right. Though, now, I, and now, I don't think anyone expected there to be a resolution in one meeting. There have been phone calls. There have been separate meetings between certain players and, and other higher-ups at the league office and their owners, but never have you had a congregation of, of this magnitude come together in one day. And, no, I didn't expect them all to, to say, oh, this is solved in one meeting on a Tuesday afternoon in New York. No, this is a starting point, and that's all it is. These issues are so huge that it's a starting point. I think I, what I've seen in the reports I've read or that there was an agreement that we should use our platform to promote equality, more equality in our communities. So they all agree on that point. Now, the the manner in which you go about doing that, that's a sticking point. And, and contrary to a lot of reports a week ago and, and ominous tweets from you-know-who, the grand birther, there has not been a, a new take on what you should or should not do as far as the national anthem during your games. Uh, it's the, the, the same suggestions that were there before are still applied currently. Uh, so this is a starting point. Uh, this is not a, a sprint. It will be a marathon, and it will take a while for everyone to get on the same page. So that, that's understandable. So I wasn't going in this thinking that, man, they're going to solve all the world's problems in one sit-down. No, that was not going to occur. Yeah, I mean, it should be a little easier, I think, than it has been at this point. Because if the owners really, really are upset about this and think that this is affecting their money and think that really believe it's affecting the ratings, I mean, can't they go to the players and say, I will work with you in any way that you would Mm -hmm. like in order to promote this, but can you do me a favor because I'm your employer and stand during the National Anthem because we have a bunch of fans that are offended by this. And it doesn't mean that we're not listening to you, but mm-hmm. can we separate these two things? It, well, and it should be that. That's what it should be. But I don't know. And, and The thing that Willie said I really agree with is the owners don't know how to put out the fire. Right. They don't know how right. to do it. They're right. totally confused as to how to handle it. And, and to a man, all these players have said this is not about – disrespecting the flag. Of course this is not. not about disrespecting the military. A lot of them come from military families, but those on the other side who are not doing a damn thing in their communities to promote uh, and, and, and uh, equality, uh, they're the ones that are saying it's disrespectful. But what are they doing? Uh, where, where does the rubber meet the road right. in their community? So why give in to them when all these guys have said this is not about disrespecting the flag or our military? And this is where it gets tricky because you're right. Normally you don't want to give in to the ignorant person. However, is this an, an issue where you say we're not going to be able to change the people that feel that way and those are the people that consume our product and we need to go about this in a different way? That's where it gets tricky because I'm with you. I'm mm-hmm. not usually the guy that, mm-hmm. you know, someone comes along and I disagree with them and I'm going to cave into their opinion. Like, yeah. no, it's the direct opposite of that. 
However, if that person is not changing their mind, and there's a lot of them, and that's up for debate whether it is or not, but there's a lot of them who have stopped consuming the NFL because of this, mm-hmm. then an owner might have to cave a little bit, but only cave in the way that of this specific thing, saying we need to find a different way to go about this, and I support you, I will continue to support you, you ask me what you need, we'll keep an open dialogue, but please, because okay. these people over here don't understand, right. you got to stand for the national they anthem because I'm your employer. Yeah, okay, and... Now, come to the table if you're the owner and and that's your position. Okay, what do you suggest we do? Uh, Aside from standing, what do you suggest we do to deal with this issue that exists in our community? Right, and that's the next step. Maybe they did talk about that yesterday. You know, I I don't know. I don't know. You you set up things in the offseason. You go into – you talk to different community leaders and politicians that you may trust – uh, you go work with police chiefs, and which, you know, so, which a lot of them are already doing. Right, exactly. Doesn't get reported on enough, and we and there, sure. there's also the, uh, what's going on in Boston. You had all the major sports teams and 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 their leaders of those certain entities come together and say, "This is what we're going to do moving forward." So there are a, a lot of positive things that are taking place that don't get reported on enough. And yes, it has to happen at the grassroots level. That's where it needs to start. But to continue to summarily uh, despise and 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 vilify these guys that is so wrong and that's what happened when you have folks who don't want to believe that there's a problem that exists and as i said yesterday they're pulling from the old playbook they're deflecting they're obfuscating and and, and that's what they do when they don't have uh, uh, they don't give a damn really to be blunt they don't care about what's going on and they don't want to hear when a black person stands up and says don't tread on me you know, he's being unpatriotic, but if my white brethren says that, you're a patriot. Yeah, you're right. You go amass your weapons for that government who's about to come take everything you own. That's fine and dandy. So there's a double standard that's always existed in this country, and it will continue to exist unless these players and others continue to fight and speak about the inequ- uh, the inequalities in our communities. Yeah, and that's where the owner, I think, should bluntly say, I hear everything you're saying. Let's work on this. Right. But can you stand? Because I'm losing money. You know, and that's well, what it comes that, down to. That's one of the sacrifices. Right. Yeah. Well, well, you're losing money and we're losing lives. Yeah, but also it doesn't mean that the message stops if they stand for right. a national anthem. Cool. I mean, that's well, the, well, that goes back to my the, my opening statement. This is a starting point. Right. And I didn't expect them to come out and say, hey, this is a done deal. We're all in agreement. One accord, this is how we move forward. No, this is a, a starting point, and from here on out, you build and try to come to a compromise. If I was an owner that was trying to get my entire team to stand, what I would say is, it worked. We're here. Look. Yeah. Now right, and we're still talking about this. And, and, and to the detractors, you know, those who would assail these guys, and, uh, you know, they call them all types of names. They're, they're self-entitled. These cats are standing up, using their platform to – Speak for those who can't speak for themselves. They're using their platform. And this used to be a noble idea. At least I thought it was to speak for the lesser amongst us. But no, they're being assailed because their problems and their concerns don't matter because they have, they're living the American dream. They have a huge bank account. That has nothing to do with it. You, 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 can, you, you, didn't, you weren't born sliding into third base. 
the majority of these guys weren't. So for them to say, okay, I'm going to put my career on the line, maybe, or possibly I'm going to do this and stand up and speak for those who can't speak for themselves, I thought that was a noble idea. But it's not noble when it's NFL football players or it's NBA basketball players because they're self-entitled, they're ungrateful, they didn't earn a damn thing that they've amassed. Yeah, and and I keep going back to this not to be – annoying but I, mm-hmm. if I'm trying to think if I'm an owner and I'm listening to this in this yeah. meeting what I would say is I'd continue to say I hear you can you stand <laughs> that's all that's great dude like I'm with you man like, I hear you too balls can you, but let can me think you, about it <laughs> can you can you stand for me I you know I try to in situations as many times as I can put myself in the shoes of the people involved to try to gain a better perspective mm-hmm. this is a tough thing for me to do of course, your perspective on this and talking about it has I've lived it right has has helped that. The only thing that I could put myself in the shoes of the players in this situation is, and I'm not comparing the two. I'm just trying to gain perspective. Is at times at work where I've been frustrated over something not as big of an issue as this. Mm-hmm. I'm tr- trust me. I keep saying that caveat because I get it. Because people say you're trying to compare what you deal with at work. He's not, I'm not comparing I'm that. Not. If I'm if I'm frustrating with something that's going on at work and I express it in a certain way, there's been times that in recent memory the boss will say to me, I totally understand your frustration. Can you not express it in this particular way? Right. And then we come to an agreement on it. So if you boil it down to just the simplistic mm-hmm. manner of that, that's where I think gotcha. we need to get with this. Gotcha. And, 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 and here's the other part of this that's uh, interesting you got a guy who started this movement. He's at the head of this, and he's in nearby vicinity, and you don't even invite him to, mm-hmm. to, to speak. You don't invite him to get his perspective. Yeah, that That's very, very interesting. Colin Kaepernick apparently reports he's, he's in been New working York, out yeah. in New Jersey. He's here. And, and, and yet you, you can't sit down with that man. Is, is he ostracized so much to the point where – that's even frowned upon, really, Roger Goodell. Yeah, I, really, I, owners. I mean, was he? Did did the players though? What I need to know is, did the players side and the players' association ask for him to be there, and they said no, or was this dropping of the ball from everybody? Right? Did the players even yeah. think about that? Because it's not. I don't want to just put on the owners that mm-hmm. that he wasn't there. Well, it, he, let's just agree with this. He's accomplished his goal because we're talking about it, right? And that's what he set out for us to do: is to discuss this and discuss what's going on in these communities around our country and we're having those conversations you've got guys who are out there talking and and riding along with 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 law enforcement and and so we need to continue to do that and that's how we move forward and move this country forward what's that uh, uh, striving for a more perfect union well that's what we're striving for and so don't get pissed off when people of a certain demographic say hey we need to be better than this yeah and this is once again if i'm an owner i go yeah, see, it worked. All of it worked. Look at what's going on. Now, get up. Can you get up? Let's get Help up. me up, boss. Let's get up. Yeah, right. Come on. Come on. We're up. We're standing. We're up. Can I put my fist in there? It's not that hard, can right? Can I put my fist in there? Is that Is that right? Yeah. Put my fist That's in fine. You can do that. You know, you, maybe you're Well, it's interesting it. because then there'd be something else the the, the tractors right. would be upset Probably. about. Right. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. 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 That's what they do. Uh, I thought you were upset about the knee. And then you were upset about me sitting, and no, it's something else now. Uh, Jason's in Alabama on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Jason? Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Yeah, I was calling, Um, you know, Arthur Blank in Atlanta. He's pumped millions of his own personal money into downtown Atlanta to revitalize the inner city. 
and nobody talks about that. Well, we we always want to talk about the the, the car wreck, and and what you've just shared with us goes along with us moving forward and and trying to address the situation. You know, there's so much deflection and and that takes place that you can't get to stories like this. So I'm glad you shared that. We've talked about Malcolm Jenkins over at the Eagles and what he's doing in his community, players here in New York who are meeting with law enforcement, the guys in Seattle who are doing the same. So that, that's great, and it takes all of us. All of us are Americans, and in my concerns – uh, should not be uh, looked upon as uh, as invalid, just like yours shouldn't be. Let's let's sift through it and see what's going on, and then we'll determine whether or not uh, we should uh, lend some credence to to what you're discussing or what I'm discussing over here. But to just summarily dismiss any time uh, someone of color brings up uh, our, our tawdry history when it ter- in terms of race, that's just wrong. And 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 it, it, you know to Label it race baiting, really. You know, President Obama had that speech before he was president in 04 about you know, growing up black with white grandparents. And, and all anyone took for that was, oh, he threw his grandmother under the bus. They didn't want to hear it. They didn't want to have that conversation. So you tell me they, they, they want to have it now? No, they don't. Here's a guy who talked about race, and he wasn't kneeling. He, he, but yet he's a race baiter. He, he's dividing us. Well, when do you want to talk about it? You're upset when people kneel. You're upset when they stand. You're just upset, and you don't want to broach the topic. So that's great what Arthur Blank's doing. There are other owners who are doing it. I mentioned all the uh, team owners there in Boston for all the major sports and how they came together and had a huge announcement. That's what we need. We we need everyone, all colors. Civil rights movement, it wasn't just black folks. They were white, Jewish, different faiths, number of them. So we need all of us. Here's your Ezekiel Elliott update for the day. The judge is still on vacation. He can play? Yes. For now, but mm. it's still not over. <laughs> That's all I'm going to do with the Zeke stuff. Is If there's an update, it's either he's going to play or he can't play. Because I don't think there's anybody out there that gives a rat's ass about the details of this thing. Whether it's the it's getting so convoluted circuit of the judge of the whatever the hell <laughs> it's Amos up here in court now Fifth Circuit's down in New Orleans it's nobody up here. cares about it no I what mean, circuit they, is this Mikey B uh, you know the <laughs> sixth so I mean you've got uh, he could play now all right so yeah. he was suspended he wasn't gonna play now he can play for now and that might change so there you have it there's your Zeke update for the day you sure that didn't sound legal to me crap. More, dumb as this is getting worse than Brady. It's 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 right there. It's almost worse than Brady. Coming up next, Mikey B is very discouraged today over his inability to get something done. So hmm. we will we will talk to is him. This about the keys again? No, no, no. It's not about the keys. It's hmm. about his uh, ineptitude when it Ooh. comes to a certain part of his job. Damn. So we're <laughs> we're gonna. Uh, sorry, man. That hurt, dude. That, but uh, hey, he 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 brought this to me. Oh, okay. So he uh, wants to get this off his chest. So he needed to lean on you. Yeah, it has to do with the NBA. So we will. You wouldn't come lean on me, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no? Yeah. Okay. We're coming right back. Keep up with the latest on the show on Twitter at Geo and Jones. Damn. Andrew Bogish is here. He's got an update for us. What's going on, Andrew? Greg, you know this well. Uh, the universe loves the Yankees, which means it hates the rest of us. Now the right-handed Giles is set. Pitch. 
Swung on and line. Base hit. Right center field in the alley. Didi was running. Judge scores. Here comes Didi. He is going to score. Sanchez. A two-run double to the gap in right center. One of the greatest rallies I've ever seen. I thought it sucks. Oh, John God, Sterling. The crowd is just great. On Yankees radio. He just played the crowd again. Nope. Two in the seventh. Uh. Four in the eighth after getting blanked for six innings by Lance Colors Jr. There were some videos of the crowd last night that was on, on Twitter, M- mainly that dude from Barstool who hates the Yankees, uh, KFC Barstool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a woman. He, he put out this video of a woman just eating a raw bell pepper yep. in the stands. Did you see this? Uh, not cut up. Not cut up. Not just, sliced up. pulled it out of a bag and ate it like it was an apple. Hmm. Just was eating, and she looked like she was in shape. Like yeah, she was very, very healthy. They're good for you, right? But I mean, and I and I respect that. Trust yeah. me, I do. I wish I had that type of discipline when it came yeah. to food. But at a baseball game, you're going to bring a bell pepper and just eat it like that, like well, a red pepper, and just chomp on it like an apple. Isn't that disgusting? It's just not the way to eat a pepper. If you want to cut it up <laughs> no. into strips and bring it to bring it as your snack, put it in your salad. Fine. Yeah, I've done that. Some right. carrots, some cucumbers, sure. some peppers, some ran- little, little light ranch dressing, a little dip, and you're fine. <laughs> yeah. But you don't eat. It's like taking a watermelon out of your bag and just chomping through the rind. You don't eat a pepper that's as a her, one her, whole uh, thing. That's her thing. That's why she's healthy. No, no, uh-huh. no. It's not her thing. There, there are rules about being alive. <laughs> There's not rules. Yes, there are. Baseball rules. game, no. too, man. A baseball game. No, no outdoor. Nowhere. In your kitchen. You shouldn't eat a pepper I'm like that. I'm bringing one tomorrow. No, don't do, right don't do that in here. Why not? That's just going to throw all of us off, man. Good for you. I'm bringing one. Keeping up with the Joneses. It's hard to do. Man, it was just so ridiculous. And when you see her do this, you're going to change your opinion on it. It's a, it's a bizarre You thing. have the video? Uh, I didn't I'll notice her. Up. She was in shape. She seemed to be a, a, health, a healthy yeah, person. No, she was. There was no doubt. Young, <laughs> healthy. And then she ate a salad as well after that. I don't know why she didn't just put the pepper on the salad. But. Right. But yeah, hold on. I'll I'll get the video. Mike, for what you. does Body by Biscaglia say about eating a pepper whole like this? Very healthy. Go for it, <laughs> Mike Biscaglia. <sighs> so the uh, the Astros didn't win Game Four of the ALCS. Six for the final. The series go. now tied at two. Houston losing back to back games for the first time since a four game skid in early September. Dallas Keuchel, Masahiro Tanaka on the mound for Game Five. Damn, that is big. At five oh eight. That Eastern. is huge. It's ridiculous. Did you wow. see? Wow. I did. I didn't pay attention to her, and I noticed that people around her didn't seem to care either. I, I oh, yeah, she is, and she is out. Is she young? I think so. I thought so. I don't know. Yeah, that. I mean, there's seeds in the pepper. <laughs> what are you doing? Go get a hot dog, I'm going to get one. Like, if you're on Survivor, or you're trapped in the woods, um, or like a Naked and Alive, whatever that show is called, right. and you just find a pepper, or like chomp society away. society collapsed, and this is one of right. the last peppers. If the super volcano goes off. <laughs> yeah, right. And then, you take this out of your basement you know, storage <laughs> container. One of, one of the last six peppers that you have yeah. for you and your family no that's need on to their cut way it up. to death because like the Mad Max movie is about to happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, then fine. Eat the pepper that way. But we're a civilized society now. Enough. <laughs> Better body. Thank you. <laughs> Get me a bell pepper tomorrow. Oh, shut up. Big one. That thing was so huge. If I was a Mets fan, you'd hate that person. That is not true. If you she was know, ugly, she may have been, yeah, yeah. been an Astros fan. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> she was yeah, not. what are you doing? That's Ask, disgusting. Someone, for, someone who roots for a team in Houston is going to eat a bell pepper like yes. that? No. They have healthy people no, in that, Houston? That woman lives on the Upper West Side. No, oh, God. Connecticut. No, no I'm oh. not saying I'm, this is not an insulting <laughs> thing to Houston. Houston right. knows how to eat. Texas knows how to eat. This person is uh, 
the, one of those people that has their big baby stroller on the sidewalk and won't move for anybody, you know, goes to... Uh, That's all New Yorkers. You know, goes to Whole Foods for every single meal. Is just a total bitch. <laughs> she paid four bucks for that. Oh, right. Yeah, I, I, this is what that person is. You know that. If you know anything about New York, you know that that woman I have is from friends no in one. Texas that are vegetarians. Okay, they eat like that. But probably because of the, uh, not like, like that. Yes. No, they would do it differently. They know how to eat down there. This, <laughs> this is definitely I'm like either or either that or it's like one of those hipster neighborhoods in Brooklyn. Mm. You know, she probably took like a, a bike there that's like made out of hemp. Mm. <laughs> one of those things. That's what that's what she did. You know, she only she only uses Himalayan pink salt and, <laughs> and like uh, olive oil that's been blessed. You know, those are the only <laughs> things that she does. Uh, how about the NLCS? The Cubs on the verge of being swept after a 6-1 home loss to the Dodgers. L.A. got solo shots from Chris Taylor and Andre Ethier in seven Ks over six and a third from Yu Darvish. Game four, Wrigley, nine tonight. Chris Bryant is sweetly optimistic. If there's any team out there that can do it, I think the group of guys in here is the team that can do it. So um, that makes me happy. The Cubs star Jake Arrieta tonight left the Alex Wood goes for the Dodgers, who have not won the NL pennant since 1988. Gordon Hayward likely to play only five-plus minutes this season for the Celtics in his Boston debut last night. Hayward snapped his lower left leg, dislocated his ankle midway through the first quarter of opening night in Cleveland. The Cavs won the game 102-99. Then Hayward flew back to Boston with his teammates, is now at the hospital for surgery. Meanwhile, we were almost one for one with Tim Roy. Down to seven seconds. Pass to Curry. Takes a dribble. Takes a two. It's on the way. No good. Ball tipped out by Livingston. Batted by Livingston to Duran. Baseline jumper is up and good! Duran at the buzzer! It's good! It nope. looks like the Warriors have won! Yeah, Sorry. but they didn't. Yeah. Mm. Too early for him. Duran's shot was late. <laughs> the replay showed. Houston getting a 122-121 win in Oakland. They're starting the fourth quarter down by 13. 27 points and 10 assists for James Harden. Rick Pitino has filed suit against Adidas after the shoe company dumped him. After Louisville <laughs> dumped him. Fault, right? Yeah, Pitino <laughs> seeking unspecified damages from Adidas, which he says did him grave harm by funneling money to a recruit's family, of course, without his knowledge. And from the NHL. Very large mistake. Yes. The Pittsburgh Penguins Huge. a 5-4 win in overtime at the Rangers. Sidney Crosby tied the game in the final minute of regulation. Unbelievable. And Evgeny Malkin won it in the first minute of overtime. The Rangers have lost four straight. Boys? Alright, so Mikey B was very distressed last night. He texts me and he says, I can't get any NBA guests. I've lost it. I don't have my touch anymore. Oh, I used to be. It used to be my forte. You lost I, that I, love and feeling. I knew the season was going to start at October seventeenth, a long time ago. I've been working on trying to get us a guest. I can't get anybody. And then he says to me, "Maybe I should just quit. I shouldn't do this any longer. If I can't get an NBA guest, then what am I?" You know, is basically what what he was telling me. So, in order to cheer him up, I was like, "Well, listen, Mike. If you want to quit, that's fine with us." You know, we'll we'll allow you to do that. I don't think Brian's going to have a problem with this. <laughs> I would fight that, man. I certainly don't have a problem with it. Eric Spitz, our boss, will be totally cool with you quitting. You think? He'll throw a party. Yeah. So I said, How, how's this for an idea? How about we can combine these two things and, and make something good out of this? Sort of like the NFL and the players. And let's get together. Let's talk. Let's produce something good out of this. So we've decided now you're going to quit. We now need to get you another job. So we don't have an NBA guest, 
you love the NBA. How about you become the NBA guest and you audition on the show as the NBA guest. You put it on a reel and you can get another job. So I'll leave this up to you now because this was my idea. You leave it up to me. Do you want Mikey B as our NBA guest? You want to give him a shot here or not? I think we should. We should give him a shot? Yeah. Thanks, guys. All we right. should help I one of our own. It. All right. Now, should we do it like he's an in-studio guest, or should he, like, pretend that he's calling in as our guest? No, in-studio. In-studio. Yeah. All right. All right. Come on in, yeah. Mike. All right. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Do you want to just, you want to be Mikey B? You want to be, I mean, that name is very cumbersome if you're going to be on the air. I mean, Giannotti's tough enough. I mean, Biseglia. Uh, if you're going to be Mike Biseglia, yeah. you want to be Mike Biseglia? Yeah, that's my name. You're not going to be Mikey B? No. All right. So he's going to be... Is there some place that you'd really like to work other than here? Any place but here works. <laughs> Ow! No, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, CBS Sports. You, you, CBS Sports so, down in so, Florida. So Mike Biseglia of CBS Sports. All right? Yeah, sounds yes. good. All right, you ready? Let's do it. All right, joining us right now in studio, Brian, is a guy that we know. He's been covering the NBA for a while. Used to work on this show. That's Mike Biseglia of CBS Sports. NBA opening night last night. A lot of stories. Mike, good morning. Thanks for being here. What's up, man? Good morning. Glad to be here. Brian, enjoying the Better Man show. Been watching it for the last couple of months. Seems is it great. making you a better man? It is. It helped me get another job, so I appreciate it, Brian. Oh, okay. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> it, it helped you get another job. I how so? to, Well, I don't want to go into too many of the details in, of the Better right, Man. We're shut here up. To talk you're, already, you're already blowing you're already, it. No, Joe. You're already blowing it. Oh, come on. <laughs> You want an ass already? Right. I mean, come on. Yeah. Just stick to the NBA. All right, I'll stick, get stick get you another script. job here. Okay. Right? All right. All right. All right. Here we go. So uh, uh, last night, a Hayward injury, just uh, just brutal to watch, and, and you hope for the best for him, Mike. But where do the Celtics go from here? I mean, is this a season ender for them? It's a season ender in the thought process that they're going to contend for the Eastern Conference Finals. That's not going to happen right now. You feel terrible watching the play. You saw the Celtics huddle up. You saw even the Cavaliers players turn away. Just awful to look at. But for Boston, they really have no chance now to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I'd put them right there with the Washingtons, the Torontos of the world. They have two nice young players, but we have to see a lot of development from them them and Jalen Brown and Tatum, but it's just not enough. And Kyrie Irving, he said he wanted to be the man and lead a team. Well, he's got it now. Yeah, he did get his wish. Now, are there any moves they could make? Because Hayward is definitely going to be out for the long long haul. Short term, I don't think there's anything right now, really. Uh, in March, they'll get an exception where they can get about another 8 to $10 million, and we'll see what becomes available. But remember, they traded away that first round, that pick, to Cleveland. So they don't have a closer right now that can help besides Kyrie Irving. It's going to be tough early on to see how this young team gets together. The one bright spot for them is they have a guy that can do it in Brad Stevens, in my opinion, the best coach in the Eastern Conference. So if there's somebody that can lead them, you saw what happened in the second half. They were tremendous. Uh, came back and almost beat Cleveland after what happened. So Brad Stevens is the guy. Uh, we have uh, a Mike Biseglia of CBS Sports as mm. our NBA guest because uh, Mike couldn't uh, produce a real NBA guest, so we're giving him a shot here to be our NBA guest yeah, because right. he wants to quit his producing job because he believes he's not good enough to do it any longer. So this is part of his resume tape. All right, everybody talks about how the Warriors winning the titles a foregone conclusion. That's bad for the NBA, but I'd argue that the Eastern Conference being a foregone conclusion is going to be more of a problem for the NBA because there's good teams in the West to pay attention to and see how they develop all the stars that went there. Give me a reason, a legitimate reason why the Cleveland Cavaliers will not represent 
the Eastern Conference in the NBA Finals this year? For the first time in a decade, LeBron James gets injured. Uh, I mean, there's really nothing that can stop them but themselves. I, I don't see any reason the Cavaliers don't coast to the NBA Finals. They can now rest players longer. There is no true competition against them unless, you know, the Philadelphia 76ers process develops in the next twelve, eight, 8 to 12 months. I can't see anybody challenging the Cavs. And what's also disappointing is Gordon Hayward was the one decent player that went from the West to the East, and now he's gone. So I heard a number of people remark that LeBron James looks different, looks much bigger than he has in, in past seasons, and he didn't play a ton in the preseason ankle injury, but he played a lot of minutes in the first ball game of the season. Do you see a difference in LeBron? Well, he said in the post game after the win versus Boston that he is not in the same physical shape that he is right now. He only played in the one preseason, preseason game, and his conditioning is not where he wants it to be. I believe in LeBron James. Why not? In about two to three weeks, he'll be fine. He'll be where he needs to be, and the Cavs will roll into the postseason. All these teams in the West beefing up, and you have two teams that really didn't need to beef up in the Warriors and the Spurs. Uh, of the teams that had a dramatic, uh, dramatic, a uh, dramatic makeover, uh, whether it be the uh, Timberwolves or the Rockets or the Thunder. Which which one of those teams is the biggest threat to the Golden State Warriors in the West? I really believe it is Houston, and I mulled over this for a while because I know Chris Paul is a guy that demands to have the basketball, and we saw what happened last year with James Harden. He needed the basketball to be effective for their offense. But I think both of them, Paul and Harden, being ball handlers, will work off each other well, and I think it poses a real threat for Golden State. And we saw yesterday D'Antoni only went eight deep, but they had a bench that looked solid, and they knew their roles. Last year, it was we didn't know who was coming in the game. It was mix and match here and there. I think Houston now has. Well, what about defense, though, Mike? Because if you think about these great teams, and the Cavaliers didn't turn into a finals team again until they started playing defense last year. The Warriors were one of the best defensive teams in the league. Same with the Spurs. That team's not going to be able to play any defense. Well, it's a true concern for everybody playing Golden State. How do you defend four NBA All-Stars what, on defend, the perimeter? Period. It's difficult. No, it definitely is. But you bring in someone like Chris Paul, who is a veteran that has been in the trenches, has that experience that Harden lacked last year when they needed somebody with soul and grit. How good would he have been in the playoffs last year? Maybe he, he's taking, uh, he's handling the ball more, passing it to Harden, and taking some of that stress off of him. Defensively, yes, of course there's concerns. But I don't think anybody's perfect matching up against Golden now, State. So Houston is, seems as though they're going to be the same Houston from a year ago. They can score a ton of points, but can they stop anyone? And how long will, it, will they hold up scoring a ton of points? You live by the jump shot, you can die by the jump shot. This is a one game. Now, are we making too much of this, this one victory over Golden State? Yeah, I would throw out everything from yesterday. It is just one game. You can't – that doesn't matter at all. The Warriors, uh, they came out sharp, but they definitely had a little uh, uh, finals hangover in the second half. Uh, was that a similar question to what Greg just asked? <laughs> or maybe maybe it was. identical? Was it? Uh, debatable. Uh, but that's debatable. As, as a guest, though, Mike, if we're going to give you right, a little right, review in right. the middle of this, you can't do something like that, yeah, right? You've got to just plow through it, maybe add a different wrinkle to your mm, answer, okay. maybe make it shorter to move on from it so you're not repeating the same stuff. These are the things you got to do mm-hmm. on the fly. Well, this is good experience for me. I appreciate yeah. that. I've never... Uh, been asked questions back-to-back like that. So <laughs> well, I've never been it. asked questions, period, other than what the ah, hell are you doing? Ah. That's generally the question that we're asking. Fair All point. Right. All right, so uh, <laughs> one more here for our producer, uh, Mike Baseglia from CBS Sports, who could not produce an NBA guest for us, wants to quit. We're totally cool with that, so we're trying to help him because he's an NBA freak. 
get a job elsewhere with his NBA knowledge. Uh, give me a sleeper team in each conference that come Christmas time, All Star break, any time around there that will be saying, "Wow, I can't believe that I didn't see." that team being as good as they are. In the East, I like Charlotte. They won 36 games last year. I see them projected to maybe win 45 to 46 games. Kemba Walker, another year. He's become a tremendous closer for Charlotte. I know Nicholas Batum is out for four to six weeks. They get him back. I like what they've done with their bench. I see Charlotte surprising some people. Uh, To piggyback on that, I think Milwaukee's a little overrated. I think they're going to take a dip this year. I know people are high on the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo. But I believe that they're going to take a step back. They didn't really add anybody. In the West, not a team that's going to make the playoffs quite yet, but I think Phoenix is actually building something for the future. I love Devin Booker. The kid's like 14 years old. He's already scoring 70 points per game in the or in one game in the NBA. I think Phoenix is building something with Josh Jackson. Uh, and I, I believe they'll be a team that doesn't quite make the playoffs, but you won't want to see them at the end of the give year. Me, they'll be pesky. Give, give me some insight on what took place with the Bulls and Miritich and, and Portis. These are two players that have been on the team for a couple of years now. Yeah. It's a Chicago Bulls team that's terrible. Both guys are fighting to essentially be on the roster so other teams notice them in the future. This was brewing, and next thing you know, you get punched in the face. Yeah, in the face. In the face. In the face. In the face. <laughs> in the face. Uh, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. What yeah. was your previous question? <laughs> I don't even remember. East-West right. teams. Yeah, we will, yeah give us uh, East-West no, no, no. <laughs> we got to cut it off here. We do have to talk about that Miritich uh, Portis. Oh, crazy. man. All right, so we have like a minute here to give him a review before we go to a break. Two minutes maybe, Pete, at the very most. Two minutes. All right, we got two minutes to give him a review. Three minutes, Pete. Come on. <laughs> so take guess. that long. Uh, but we'll <laughs> I thought it. it was pretty thorough. Yeah, it was, it was good. His information was good. For yeah. once, some things just roll off your tongue. I think a l- you I w- had confidence in what you were speaking. I would say a little bit hyped up. Yeah, right? I agree. I'm like excited. As, like for for me, is a if you're a talk show host, definitely that type of energy is great. But if you're a guest, maybe a li- just a little bit. You want to project and you want to have energy, right. but just maybe a little bit less because it sounds like you're yelling at us the answers as opposed to you know having a conversation uh, with us. So I right. just if you tone it down a little bit, a little more relaxed. And just talking as opposed to doing a show when you're a right. guest, I think that would that would probably be good. So I dude, think the information pa- was good, if, though. If yeah, information was great. If you're passionate about it, be passionate. All right? No, bye. Okay. That's it? That's all you got for him? <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks Simple. for having me, guys. Quick podcast. I said play. he was thorough. I thought it was good information. If you're passionate, do you have passionate. a podcast? No, I don't. Oh, but I, that's what everybody does. Oh, okay. All right. Now get out of here. You make you see? It, you're making bye. me uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. No, ESP is passionate about it. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you think he's got a shot here? That was good. He he was he was well versed on the topic. But is he good enough to get a job doing this? Go straight from the control room to the air somehow? I could see that happening. All right. Yeah, I could foresee that. Well, see what to ask the uh, the Twitter listeners. Yeah. You don't have to put up a poll because just ask the people that were listening. If you, if you're listening, you know, is Mike good enough to do this? What would be your goal here? Where where would you want to get hired at to do this? Like, uh, can you write? You can't. Oh write. no, terrible. You can't writer. write. No. Uh, so you'd have to be yeah, right. You'd have to be on the air somewhere. Yeah, I'd have to be on the air. I'll have to think about that. But this is a good first step. Maybe you could be the CBS Sports Radio NBA analyst for like two weeks, and then an email go out, and that you're not the CBS <laughs> Sports Radio NBA analyst. That sounds um, that sounds right. <laughs> 
We're coming right back. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So this Bulls story yesterday, I thought it was going to be a bigger story for us what had happened, but then the Hayward injury happened, then the unbelievable comeback for the Yankees happened, and it sort of got lost in the mix. But this is now the second time we have seen in sports in the last three years a teammate punch another teammate in the face and break their face. It happened with Geno Smith and whatever mm-hmm. that guy, I.K. and Polly. Yeah. yeah. And now it's, from Austin. now it's happened here with Bobby Portis right. and Nikola Mirotic. Now, we had just a number of years ago, maybe this is too far back, but uh, the Oakland, remember uh, – Romanowski got into it with the uh, tight end, broke yes, his orbital bone. I do orbital bone. Didn't yeah, you're right. I forget the guy's mm-hmm. name. Um, but just really unbelievable that something can escalate into that, you know. And our NBA expert Mikey B saying that oh, two guys are fighting for playing time, they're in practice and whatever, and they want to be a part of this team, and then it it just gets into a verbal thing and then becomes physical. I, I, just how does that happen between teammates? You have to be absolutely psychotic and to do something like that. To be able to punch your teammate so hard that you break his face, send him to the hospital for surgery, and now this guy's yeah. going to be out for an indefinite amount of time. Well, you, you know fisticuffs occur, and that, that happens. And there were you know, the stories about Steve Kerr and Michael Jordan going at it in, in practice, but never should it rise to the level of you injuring your teammate where they're not able to perform their craft. I, I, I've seen some fights. Uh, well, I should <laughs> there was one with the New Orleans Saints, and uh, uh, one of the teammate broke another's jaw. And uh, so you, was that I take that was, back. It should rise to that level, but I've seen it before. Was it publicized, that fight? Did no, because yeah. the Saints sucked. Right. Uh, or we sucked. Uh, so, so no. Uh, it, but when you, in today's era, you have to appreciate, you know, you're going back into the, the mid-90s and you didn't have all the social media platforms you have now. And so it's a local story, not really uh, something that went national. And, and, and as I just stated, the team wasn't, uh, that good. So uh, it just should never get to that point. Yes, sometimes it gets personal and things that, that occur uh, between teammates, whether it's over money, it's over females, Some that stuff happens, but you should never take it to the level of where uh, this went, where now this guy suffered a concussion and fractures. One hell of a punch, man. No huh? joke. Going mean, to be out for a while. Sounds like a brass knuckle punch. Yeah. Part of Bobby Portis, as ashamed as he probably is this morning, should be proud that he can do that type of damage with one punch. That's the silver lining. I mean, (laughs) think about that. I couldn't do that. There were pictures of Bobby Portis that were being tweeted out yesterday where he's got, like, the crazy eyes. And you know crazy eyes when you see crazy (laughs) eyes. He has the crazy eyes. I would never. If I was Miritich, I would not mess with him. Ever again. Well, I think he learned his lesson. Well, I, 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 duh, I think he's learned that. <laughs> Coming up next, Matt Campbell of Iowa State. Talked to us about his program on Geo and Jones. CBS Sports Radio. Hey out there, how's your anger toolbox? 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.